Hola, y bienvenido de nuevo al podcast Don't Read Into It. I know, I'm back. This week, I have a good episode. I'm bringing back an old segment that never worked out, but it worked out this time. And I didn't really want to record a podcast tonight, but I was pressured by Liv to make one. She likes the podcast, so I've got to make her and other listeners happy. And I'll go ahead and record one for the end of the week. This will be the second episode this week, if I can recall, I think. The days in the summer, we're kind of in the dog days of summer where it's coming to an end, and there's just not really anything to do. And so I've kind of lost track of the days. I'm pretty sure it's been a week since I made the last episode. I'm just going to assume that it is and jump right into it. As I said, one is coming back, one of the segments. And ladies and gentlemen, it's Q&A. I know. Hold your applause. Hold your applause. Q&A is back, and it's better than ever with questions that are amazing. I mean, let's start out with this one. And I'm going to say who this is from. This is from my friend Milo. Milo says, balls. Very, very well put. Um, balls to you, my friend. And this person asks, what will Reed do next? I don't know. Uh, probably try to sleep. I haven't really slept that much lately. So if we're saying what I'm doing next right now, then it's probably sleep after this. And my friend Preston, very talented journalist, has a what's it called? A, a satirical website called Big Woke. Check that out if you want to gain a few laughs. Very talented writer. I actually took over his job last year because he got a better opportunity. So shout out to Preston in that regard. But Preston's question is, what is my who is my dark horse rather to win the World Series? And my dark horse would probably be the San Diego Padres. And I know that's not really a dark horse. You're, oh, they're a contender. But they're a dark horse considering that they're third place in the NL West right now and the Giants and Dodgers are rolling. So we know that the Padres will be a wild card. But it would, it's a much more, pardon me, it's a much more difficult road to the World Series than other teams. Of course, they have the best young talent in Major League Baseball, debatably, and, and Fernando Tatis Jr. And they have a great pitching staff. They're just kind of an all-around team. But the problem is that they're in a division with the Dodgers and the Giants. But the Padres aren't really like the you know past NL West teams that are in third place, like the Diamondbacks and Rockies, because the Rockies and Diamondbacks were good teams, but... They weren't as good as the Padres are now. The Padres, in any other division, would be in the lead or challenging for it. And that says something about how good they are. And I've been really impressed by their pitching. I've been really impressed by Fernando Tatis Jr., obviously. Machado's had a really good season. Darvish has looked really good. Snell has been as advertised. So my dark horse is the San Diego Padres, or are the San Diego Padres, pardon me. And I think they can do it. I, I would like to think they can, and they are my my dark horse team to win the World Series. I just think that the Padres are a solid team, and since they're in that division with the Giants and Dodgers, then they're not exactly the favorites to win it, but they are my dark horse. Moving me on to the next question, which is from the girl herself, Liv. She says, why am I hotter than you? You're not. And then the next question, wait, 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 let me, let me pull that back. Let me pull that back. Because you're a girl, that's why you're hotter than me. If I was a woman, 
I'd be way hotter. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's kind of sus. Anyway, we're moving on. Dream job with my journalism degree. Man, my dream job with my journalism degree. Um, Probably the play-by-play announcer for the Rangers. That would be an absolute honor. I mean, listening to some of my favorites like Eric Nadell, Matt Hicks, and even Steve Busby do it throughout the years. I've just always wanted to commentate for my my hometown team, and I I have a recurring dream in my life, and this is not a joke, that I'm the one calling the final out of the Rangers World Series win in the future, and I'm getting a little choked up thinking about that, but um, that's something that I've always wanted in my life, and I it would mean the most to my mom to hear me call any game. But if I was able to call the final out of a Rangers World Series, that would be the best moment of my life, but more importantly, the best moment of my mother's life and and being a Rangers fan and being my mother and my family would be really proud. And that's kind of what my dream job would be with a journalism degree. I really want to call the Rangers World Series if it happens. Anyway... That was an emotional one. Um, on to the next question and final question. Would you ever get an MBA degree? And no. Uh, I don't think that I really need higher education following my four-year degree from UNT for journalism. Um, I'm taking a real risk on myself. If I did go back to school, it would be because journalism didn't work out and I would get a teaching degree just so I could have that to fall back on to kind of be an advisor in the journalism world for a high school or something just like yonda and i feel like i'd do pretty good at that but that's assuming that journalism doesn't work out for me and i am confident and maybe too confident in saying that i'm pretty sure it will but i believe in myself and that's what i want to do you know i i don't think that i'd ever get an mba going back to the question i think the degree i'm going to get which is a degree in broadcast and digital journalism from the university of north texas i think that that will do me well in my life it will provide for my future wife and our family and ouch my elbow just popped that will do it for q a for this week thank you for those of you that ask questions because you asked really good questions apart from milo y'all asked great questions and really actually gave me content and I keep opening the blinds because I'm home alone right now and I'm wondering when my parents will get home because then I have to cut the episode y'all will tell when they get home because I'm going to cut the episode but I just think that it's important for me to get these good questions because I can make content out of that previous questions were just jokes and and dumb and I don't want to I don't want jokes and dumb I want actual questions with substance. I want actual questions with substance, and that's what you gave me today. And I thank you for that. And that will bring us on to the middle of the episode. And you know what that means, even though there's no consistency to this. It is story time. And this week, I want to talk about my mistakes during interviews and how I improve from them. I think it's a fun story. And I think being a young journalist and... Learning all these things is so fun, and talking about them is even more fun because it just reminds me of what I have to work on, what I need to improve in, and I think that's a part of growing up and doing my job well. 
But I want to start with my first mistake I made in college journalism, which surprisingly was in April. I did not make a mistake until April in my whole first college year. And let me tell you, the, ouch, I just hit, I'm just hurting myself. But I did not make a mistake my whole college year until April. That's impressive. I, I'm going to pat myself on the back. I hope you audio... Uh, I'm having a stroke. I hope you hear me patting myself on the back because I deserve that pat on the back. But my first mistake was that I told our star ace pitcher, because if you all remember, I've talked about this before, I am the uh, softball beat writer for the North Texas Daily, a job that I love, a job that means a lot to me. But the thing is, I, I made a really big mistake to the ace pitcher, and I don't, I'm, I'm pretty sure she does not even care anymore. Like, she probably never thinks about this. She probably didn't even think about it after it happened. But anyway, it was senior night. Uh, it was a good game. I go on the field to interview the players, of, or a player, because I only got one player. Hopefully the new SID lets me have more than that. But I only got one player to interview, and that interview was Hope Trotwine, who, of course, was nationwide renowned. She's now a pitcher for OU. Great for her. I really, really hope she cherishes that opportunity, and I hope to see her succeed. If only she didn't go to OU, because it's going to be kind of hard to be like, woo, hope trout wine when she plays to OU, for OU, but I will. It was an honor to see her in person, but anyway, I go on the field to interview her, and I think I asked two great questions. I'm like, you struck out 16. Were you feeling it tonight? She gives a great answer because, you know, fourth year se- or yeah, senior. So, of course, she's going to give me a great answer. And at this junction in time, I didn't I didn't know what year she... It, she said senior, but it said senior on uh, the website. But the weird thing about it is that because of COVID, athletes get an extra year. So she can use an extra year as a graduate. or Or they get two extra years if they want, but... She was a senior. I thought she did all four years of eligibility. Uh, pardon me, because she knows never redshirted eligibility. So she was redshirted. It was looking to me like her her career was done, at least in college. And so I asked her two good questions, and the third one, I look her right in the eye because she's probably around the same height as me. I'm six two. She's listed six feet, but she is not six feet tall. She's six two, at least, or maybe I'm shorter than I actually think I am, but I doubt that. So I say. So, and I think in my head, this question is going to be like a banger. I'm like, so, because this is your last series at Lovelace, just tell me your emotions going through that. And it's just silence. It's deafening silence over that. Her eyes like widen. She looks at the SID because he's, they're, some, they're the ones that like teach the athletes what to answer about questions. They oversee the interviews. So he kind of lurks over my shoulder. And she looks at him over my shoulder. And I'm like, I look back because I'm like, what you looking at? And so I see the guy. And he, like, waves his hands. He, like, goes, go ahead. Just say whatever. And so she says, like, a canned response, which is, like, yeah, it was very sad for me and my teammates. Whatever. Said, like, the typical, oh, final day quote. Good quote. Very good quote giver. But I'm, like, oh, S, what happened like why why did that just happen to me why was it so silent and why did she look at the SID for information so I'm searching for answers I'm looking for answers and so I text uh, the SID on the way home I'm like hey um 
what the hell was that? Like, why was it so quiet? Why did I mess up? Did I ask the wrong question? It's just kind of getting on my nerves. No, I didn't. I was more respectful than that, but it, that, that's what was going through my mind. And so she, he goes, she has another year of eligibility. And I'm like, oh, dang. Well, I just told her to her face that she, she was done. <laughs> like, if you're an athlete and you know you're not done, you, and you hear some like freshman looks like a freshman reporter asking you that question not only does he look uneducated that's also one of those that puts you in an awkward situation where if you haven't announced anything yet you can't just go oh actually i'm coming back or oh actually this but as i said she probably doesn't care anymore at all but there's retribution for old reed she transferred to oklahoma so that was her last game at lovelace go me you see that i could read her mind you see, I, I knew it, it at the time. Like, I can see the future. So I knew she was going to transfer. So that question wasn't uneducated. It was because I already knew. I'm just kidding. I looked like a jackass. But it's okay. I'm pretty sure no one cared. Because following that, um, all the interviews I ever did with the players went fine. I actually got a better relationship with the SID after that. Just really cool thing. Um, it was it was nice. I quite enjoyed doing softball last year, and I can't wait to do it next year. UNT, of course, has a really good team. But I do not want to talk about it on the podcast just because I want to keep my thoughts about softball and things just for North Texas Daily and on Twitter. So I will refrain from doing that or talking about anything about it that's not just like little expositions like I just gave. But anyway. We're going to move on to the next time I messed up, and this was the last time I messed up this year, This year, but um, I suck at interviewing golfers a lot. So when I interview golfers, I don't really know what to say because college golf, I understand it now because I researched it, but college golf is so much different than uh, professional golf in how they develop players and how tournaments work and how there's a single tournament and a team tournament. I didn't quite understand that, but I was assigned a golf story. I, of course, wrote it in good faith, and I wrote both the men's and women's um, uh, recap for the season, and all the golfers couldn't have been nicer. Both the coaches were very nice. Shout out to them. Very good people. Really kind of helped me in not knowing how golf worked, and... They were super nice, but I, I went into interviewing them kind of like, okay, so I have my questions right here, like, but I'm not sure how good they are. So I asked them these open-ended questions, and I just didn't feel like they were deep enough because I just didn't understand it enough. But, so what I had ended up doing is I interviewed the first girl, and then for the rest of the golf interviews I do, I used what she said to kind of give me an in-depth description of what I can ask and what I can write about and I did learn college golf but I, I gotta say there was an awkward moment with the coach where I was like I asked a question he said what and I went uh this uh I mean I meant this and he's like oh okay and I'm telling you he couldn't have been nicer like if if I was talking to a college reporter who was 19 I would have been a real dick to me, and he wasn't. He was real nice about it. But, yeah, I ended up getting a couple things incorrect in that interview with the coach. With the players, it was fine. But with the coach, it wasn't. And he was just kind of confused about it. Um, 
Shout out to him, though. I, I appreciate you being nice, but I, I got to get better at interviews. The moral of those two stories is I need to get better at interviews. I'm not bad at them now, but I'm not good at them. I just kind of want to make the athlete feel comfortable like they can talk to me. And I think that's the goal of the interview. I mean, obviously, you're not trying to be their friend, but you're trying to be like someone they could talk to. Like you want an authentic communication, not like a Q&A, like ask question robot, say this. It's more like give me your personality and I'll give you mine, like that kind of deal. And that's something I kind of needed to learn. It was a nerves thing. It was a just kind of want a need for perfection type thing. And I, I put a lot of pressure on myself to be the best. And so when I'm looking at these athletes, like their numbers and watching them on TV, I'm kind of like starstruck a little bit because, you know, these people are, are people that get interviewed, especially Trotline, but people get interviewed by like national places. And obviously I'll most likely be one of those people in the future for one of those national places that interviews them. But in the meantime, I'm just a kid from North Texas trying to make a future. And so it gets a little nerve wracking in that regard because these are athletes that are renowned and loved and you don't want to make yourself look bad in front of them. And I'm pretty sure I've never made myself look very bad in front of them, but I think that they're very interesting individuals and, and I want to pick into their minds, but that's something I need to work on. I need to work on being a better interviewer. Thank God I'm not someone's boss. I'd hire all the wrong people. But I do want to move on to the next topic, which is I'm refiring up the blog. It's coming back. Don't read into it, the blog. I got a banger story in the works. And it will be out whenever I feel like it. Because that's how my blog works. See, this is kind of a necessity, I feel like, like the podcast. Like, I prioritize the podcast, but the blog is kind of like, eh, I'll write a few paragraphs and then never, you know, publish it to the site. But I will publish a, a, uh, what's it called? I, I completely lost my train of thought. I will publish a story to the, to the, to the blog pretty soon. If, if you don't know what the blog is, it's don'treadintoit.wordpress.com. I, once I get a salary that's consistent enough to where I can do more than eat food and buy some shirts, then I will get rid of the .wordpress in that name. But for now, it's don'treadintoit.wordpress.com. Go ahead and read what I already have on there. There's some bangers on there. Like I wrote a Bubba Wallace one. I am pretty sure I wrote a Texas. Oh yeah, I did write a Texas one. It was kind of like this, what I talk about on this podcast, except in text, it was being a Texas fan when you're at UNT. And I had a fun time writing that one, but I'm pretty sure if the people that follow me on Twitter saw that now, I would probably be crucified because to my followers, I did mention that I, I, um, I had North, I hated the North Texas chant and I still do. Their opinions do not change what I think. There's this chant at UNT where one half of the stadium goes North and the other goes Texas and I hate it. I don't like it. I just think it's so stupid because, oh, North, Texas, nice, awesome. Why can't we go mean, green, mean, green? Now that would be pretty cool. Or one side say go and the other say mean green. And then on the screen you put a big G and then a big MG, go, mean green, go, mean green. That would be sick. That'd be a sick chant. But instead we go North, Texas, North. 
Texas, and it's repetitive and annoying. I need to be the one that coordinates, uh, what's it called? Coordinates chants. I could be a chant coordinator. I could be like, here, cheerleader, here's the sign you're going to hold. Here's the other one. You take this. We're, if we're not winning on the field, we're going to win off of it. New trailblazer. A, tra- a trailblazer of the chant. A chant blazer, if you will. Revolutionizing the fan experience at Apogee Stadium. Out with the North Texas, North Texas, in with the go, mean green, go, mean green. That would be sick. It would sound sick in a stadium. It would be just like the FSU uh, Seminole thing that, except it'd be go, mean green. I don't even have to keep doing that because you know how catchy that is? I'm a G. I've done it. Sell banners that you can like clap around, but when you unflail it, it says G- hashtag GMG on it. I'm telling you, I should be the one giving that, doing these giveaways. I have, I have, my best friend is an MC. I will let her know, and she'll put in a good word with the boss. She will, I promise you she will. If she doesn't, I'll kick her, no, I'm just kidding. But that's about it for that topic. That got a little out of hand. And plus, I need to say I need to stop saying but and then the next topic. So we're going to move on to quick baseball thoughts is what I have in my notes. I'll just give you my quick baseball notes. Rangers lost 10-3. I'm depressed. There's your quick baseball thoughts. Um, <sighs> all right. I'll, I'll give a little bit more baseball thoughts. There were two gunshots outside of Nationals Park today. Um, so we're going to get a little serious. It's sad that you can't enjoy America's pastime without worrying about getting shot. That is very depressing. And prayers out or thoughts out to the the families of the individuals that got shot. I'm glad everyone at Nationals Park is okay. I'm glad no one got tran- uh, pardon me, trampled by people leaving the ballpark and Gun violence is something that has been a problem in the United States for a long time, and it's I think it's time to crack down on it. Um, that's not a very popular opinion to have in Texas, but uh, guns need to get controlled, and I think incidents like this will continue to happen if they aren't. So that's just my opinion on it. Hate me or love me for it. I just I just think that guns need cracking down on. But I think I'm gonna end the episode here. Um, I'm pretty sure this is about 20, 21 minutes. I told you I'd try to extend the time, but I didn't really want to record a podcast tonight, but I am, and I had a pretty good time doing it. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up right here. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Reed underscore Smith 25. If you like mean green tweets and you like um, just random thoughts, and if you want to, bless you to my mom, um, if you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, it's all capitals, D-R-I-I, lowercase podcast and the instagram is don't read into it all lowercase and then my personal instagram is read cruise smith no spaces all lowercase follow me on all social media platforms if you want listen to this podcast on spotify and apple music and i have seen that both people on all of those platforms have been following me and my, my insights have grown exponentially since i started this podcast so Thank you for listening, and of course, wherever you are, whatever time it is, I hope you're having a nice day.